All right, guys. Well, this is our first episode of Movie Breakdown. I'm your host, Paul, and my co-host is Yvonne Carlo. What's going on, guys? I'm Yvonne. Hey, guys. So this show isn't like the... Um, <laughs> this isn't like Total Focus where we're going to be doing it every Thursday and I'm bringing on a guest. This is another formatted show where we're going to talk about movies. So the whole channel of Total Focus, the podcast channel is to bring people of the movie, photography, pageant, cheerleading world and into the world. And one of the things that I really enjoy as a photographer and as a movie maker is movies a lot. So I have this awesome actor here, Yvonne Carlo. Thanks, Paul. He's going to be um, really becoming a superstar. And as as much as time as he's going to give us to us, he's going to be my co-host. So um, hopefully we'll do some uh, shows over the phone and, and in person. We'll see Honor how the show goes. to be here. Yes. So the first thing we need to discuss is our format. So I think for all of our listeners that just want our opinion on the show that we're breaking down, and we're not necessarily going to uh, focus on the most recent movies that come out. We might... We might do something like maybe Transformers from 1986, or maybe we're going to do um, some horror movie that we really both like that we want to give us give our opinion on. Um, but the first one we're going to do is Midsummer, as the um, the title card showed. But we, we first want to tell you how we want to break down um, the show. So, um, Yvonne, what do you think um, we should do this? I I believe in doing the five star ratings. Most people like that. Okay. We can okay. definitely do five stars. Okay, five stars. That'll be hard, but that works. Okay, but I think in the five star, this is where I think it can be a little easier. I think you could do a half a star or a quarter star. Ooh. Okay. So do you want to do half or quarter? Ooh. So you could do and and I think it's actually and this is where I think we can be super critical. I believe in a zero. That <laughs> yes, that meaning that yes, and that that's means funny, that that means one. If it's a zero, that's <laughs> that means that we can we both consistently believe that it was properly shot, uh, but the movie was not intelligent, or maybe the movie wasn't properly shot, and it's just what they call hilarious. A lot of our people okay. that I watch on they have what they call hilariosities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. So those. that could be just the, our our By definition. Zero. So a zero is a hilariosity. Okay. A movie. But if we use zero, we have to have like the best reason. It's why. a perfect zero. Right. It needs to be. Yes. Exactly. Right. Cool. So the zero will be officially designated as a special case scenario in which we both agree. We have to one hundred hundred percent unanimously agree that it's <laughs> that it's a movie. That meets a special requirement. All right. Is Sounds that good. is it good? Sounds good. <laughs> okay. So But I guess we should go with quarter stars too then. That's how it normally is done, right? Like on IMDB or, and all that stuff. Or I, I think that or at least a half star because I think quarter star might confuse people by at yeah. least a half star. Okay, let's do half star. Okay. Let's do half star. All right. So to me I've I've seen mid midsummer twice. Um I first, uh, my first impression seeing it was I was absolutely um, blown away um, and very um, surprised by what I was seeing. Um, what, what was your first impression? 
honestly, my first impression was I felt like it was a very physical experience watching the movie. I felt like I was very like dizzy and disoriented throughout half of the movie just because of the like psychedelic okay. things that are constantly kind of just like thrown out, but not thrown out because it's in the background happening. Um, so not to say that I was disturbed because ultimately the movie is phenomenal, but it was not easy or pleasurable to watch. I had to invest a lot of energy to really pick apart everything and, and stay active. I think I, I had the pleasure of seeing it for the first time with you, but my second time and then me watching the best parts, I watched your eyes. Yeah. And it was really fascinating how both you and Adriana, your eyes, like, completely, like, doubled inside at the most crucial points. Yeah. Because it's a really smart movie. Yeah. Really so, smart movie. So, guys, to make things easier, we lo- would love for you to sit here and listen to a scab for, I don't know, 45 minutes an hour. But we're going to give our rating. So... When you guys see the movie breakdown on the list, we're going to give you a quick synopsis like we just did, and then we're going to give you our rating. So, Yvonne, being my co-host, I'd love for you to give your first opinion and Ooh. rating. Okay. Remember, you can have anything between one and five, because I would... Uh, here's here's how we're going to do the zero. We both agree it's not a zero, right? Agreed. Okay. Definitely not so a zero. That's not, it's not on the board. So anything between one and five um, with a half Ooh. star. Okay. And you can, and I, I don't know if, if that's if that's breaking the rule, you can do five and a half stars. Whoa. So that's like a really super good movie. Okay. Um, I definitely enjoyed the movie, so my rating, whatever it is going to be at the end of this little monologue, will reflect that. But I'm curious as to how we're going to consistently rate movies. Mm-hmm. Are we considering... I want I want you just to, because like for example Midsummer I could argue it being a, a five out of five right because the movie is phenomenal. However, I personally didn't have the most fun that's watching was, it, or it wasn't as intriguing as other movies I've seen. I shouldn't say intriguing; it was very intriguing, but in a different way. Um, so how do we? So I because you're a trained actor, I want you to really hone on that. So because maybe as. Cool. As the videographer and photographer of the group, I'm going to more focus on cinematography, the look, the atmosphere. And you can look more on on, on cool. acting, on uh, approach, uh, and then what, what genre was it properly, was it was in the right genre? Well, um, okay, I'm going to say I give Midsommar a 4.5. Okay. I'm going to give it a pretty high rating because... I think the cast was pretty stellar. Um, Florence Pugh, who played Danny, was very believable. Okay. And there was not a moment in which I was watching her saying, wow, I don't believe you. Everything she did on camera, each take, very much so believable, to the point where it was kind of sickening. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm confused on, as to how to rate the movie, because I didn't personally feel good watching it. But I was watching this actor, well, these actors, but especially Florence, really embrace this, like, adult fantasy, creepy, kind of, like, dark, but light because there's no darkness in the movie vibe. Um, 
But see, that's where I would say the lightness, the the light comes at the end. But we can we can we can break that down. Sure, 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 sure. So your rating is a strong four point five. I give it a four point five. I would have to say, um, based on on lighting and the way it was shot. Now the whole premise is that it's supposed to be midsummer. It was released that summer solstice. So if you had saw it right in that time frame, the sun is at that point. It's very long, dry, driv, driven out. The sun is very high, so you're going to get those very weird shadows on your eyes. And I think they shot it the right way. I would have to say it's a five, in my opinion. Cool. I think it was really well shot. Um, I I love, if I don't know if you recall, remember that overhead shot where they did it upside down? Yeah. yeah it was really cool. But so, that's what I'm saying. Like That was amazing to watch, but that made me feeling super dizzy. Right, and like, exactly. Disoriented to I mean, the point where I guess I felt like the people who were on shrooms the entire movie. And I and that's exactly the point. They they wanted to get you disorganized and, and make you understand that this is not, this is not Earth. Yeah. This is somewhere. Oh, like, you think that it's not Earth? Well, mm-hmm. Maybe in not the the vein of Earth, but this is not this is not the normal plane of existence. We're sure, go- they're elevated somehow. Yeah, yeah. We're going to a world. We're going to a place that like left is left is um, right and and right is. Left Did you get a- the vibe that um, the events that occurred in the movie were like preordained, predestined, yes. and like inescapable, like yes. no matter what the. From what I could get, and I've watched breakdowns on YouTube, um, the gentleman who invited the three guys to it, he was he was required to bring Pele. Yeah, Pele was required to bring three people that they would actually kill. So that was pre just he had his requirement to go to the next level and be a part of the of the, and that's the way I got it, is that he was required to go find people because they kept on saying. They had to find outsiders to continue their group. Otherwise, they would be inbraiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so there's all that stuff that, that that was really interesting. See, and and that that portion of the movie is a part that kind of fell flat for me, only because I don't specifically remember how their like religious text looked, but I remember there was a lot of like paintings and gashes and like oh, things no. that have no meaning to mm-hmm. us but maybe they see it as something else and they can read it to me it looked like there was no text at all it was all painting yeah and then they show the person who's inbred and right. very severely not almost like unhuman right as they're he has he has major deformities on his face like big over malady lips and like, over, yeah, bulbous. Bit, bulbous um and i don't know if that's a, a form of inbreeding i'm not um I wonder if it's like generational inbreeding yeah, like that. Yeah. And um, but that was another inbred but person. It definitely definitely there was a a, a core a core that they were gonna kill all the outsiders and they were going to definitely use them to um, be part of this midsummer festival because no one else was being killed. The only people that were being killed that were part of the, the group were volunteered. The people that burned in the house, they volunteered. They volunteered to uh, also the people who like jumped dissented off the, against right. the religion. Like exactly. the people who like were like, This is not good to do were also murdered. Exactly. So here's my argument. I I love Danny. I, I I adore Danny. Yeah. But I think Danny's um only a great character because she has such an awful boyfriend. Her boyfriend is played so evilly. 
So that to me, that's a great actor because he he's so not attentive. Like all the three guys are sitting there telling him, "You should break up. You should totally break up with her." You know, you, mm-hmm. she doesn't mean anything to you. You know, and the only reason he stays with her is because we find out in the first thirty seconds of the movie that her sister has a manic breakdown and murders her. Do you her, think that that's why the character stays with her? Yes, absolutely. Okay, interesting. Are you not getting that vibe? No, I, I disagree only because they've been together for four years. So you're saying that and you think I it's doubt stuck- that like, cause the opening scene is like not the opening scene, but his the introduction, opening, yeah, right. his yeah. introduction to the, cost, the, to the to, movie right. is him at a bar with his friends. Right. Yeah. And they're all like, dude, break up with her. It's right. been four years. You're not. But the point is that like when you're in a long-term relationship like that, where everyone's telling you not to leave this person, not to be with this person and you're still with that person for that long. I don't know. I feel like, now is that coming? his character has been very interesting to me just because I've listened to a couple of his interviews. Uh, his name is Jack Rayner, and I remember watching him and not feeling any kind of special anything. Oh, except so you- towards the end of the movie. Um, but listening about his process, he um, was very active with the director in kind of crafting this person who ultimately he decided uh, was Jack Rayner in the beginning of the process said that this character is very one note with how he's written. He's very much like douchey thing, douchey thing, douchey thing, douchey thing. And there is no real like humanity there. But then ultimately they come up with the idea that maybe it's not that he's one note, but maybe it's that he's really struggling to find his sense of autonomy. And that's why he does these things like uh, betrays his one of his best friends and like steals his thesis idea. And um, See, my argument back would be maybe he just doesn't have a heart and he's just a cold bastard. Well, you could definitely say that, but I don't know if so that's you, the most so productive way to look at someone when you're going to play them. No, I know. But, so, but your argument is you think that he's, he's a lost soul is your argument and that he's trying, to find, he's trying to find who he is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And to me, with, that's when just that hard. Comes, to, me, it's just, to me, it's hard because I watched the movie twice. You saw, and that's where I think... Uh, I think we should definitely watch. Definitely a movie to see twice. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Watching it the second time, he just, he he comes off more and more because you see Danny, I want to give Danny the biggest hug in the world. I feel, you guys, I hope you really watch this movie because Danny is, to me, I know um, she continues to um, not progress and she stays in this point where she's always mourning, but. You think? yeah, because she at the move at the end of the movie, I think she finally has the aha moment because yeah because the girls when she starts to cry they all cry with her mm-hmm. and remember they said we do things in unity we do things together so I thought that was which is something that she's been very lacking and that's what she wanted she yeah. wanted empathy and she wanted someone to be like if I cry I want you to cry with me and that was well, he wasn't going to do that with her he mm-hmm. was just like. I mean, he forgot our birthday, for Christ's sake. He really did. He really did. I'm like, how can you date someone for almost five years and literally forget their birthday? Yeah. And if you forget their birthday, make it such a little deal. Like, all he did was hand her a cake that he didn't even make. <laughs> With the candle, he didn't even... You know what I mean? Like, Well, the, see, and I guess the, to me, that really proves that douchebags, honestly, um, still can keep girls around. Because that wouldn't be written that way if it wasn't for a fact that that actually happens. That or, bad guys do get 
girls sometimes. So. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, that definitely exists. But I also think that it's just very indicative of where they both are in their lives. And that's why Ari wanted that moment because ultimately it says that this guy is so not present in his everyday life that he doesn't know that his person who just lost her family in a really violent way has a birthday coming up. On top of that, homegirl who just had her entire family like gassed in their house. But it's remember, it's been six months. It's been six months. Because but the, men, men, mentally speaking, she's still at a point where she can't demand anything from anyone Right. including the man that she's with because he forgets her birthday and she lets it go. Now, did you get the point that her sister kills herself on the winter solstice? And this is the summer solstice. Like, What's the relationship between the winter solstice okay, and the summer so, solstice? So the idea is that, that death happens. You know, we mourn. You know, that's, uh, that's why they, yeah. that's why the Christian religion moved because Technically, if you read the Bible, Jesus is born in the middle of the summer, mm -hmm. but they moved the celebration of his birth to the end of the winter solstice. That's what we're actually celebrating. We're mm -hmm. not. We're not celebrating. Technically, we're actually celebrating the winter solstice, gotcha. which is what Christmas is. Christmas is a celebration of the winter solstice. Yeah, um, because they want to root. You know, in the old days, it was a pagan religion to celebrate the winter solstice. So they wanted to remove the pagan, you know, killing things uh, to a and, positive. Yeah. So that's why. So you take that pagan. So if you, if you take it literally, this is how I'm thinking. You take that negative, um, negative thing that happens in the winter solstice. And now we go to the, the summer solstice. What happens in the winter solstice? Well, you kill, what would you, happen? you would kill, you would kill things and you would have like, you would have a seance and everything. Oh, wow. You kind of do the same thing. For the summer solstice, but it's it's supposed to be a celebration of life, like rebirth. Right, exactly. So to me, this is how I'm thinking: is that mm. that? So it's been six months. That's why I was like, "Oh, this is so good." We start at the winter solstice when things are dead and cold and 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 hard, and then we move six months when things are beautiful and bright and happy. And I see the consistent thing. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, my yeah. brain is just going off like. Oh, yeah, this is so awesome. Totally. Ari Aster is very detailed. Yeah. I would say very much detailed. So, and I'm like, okay, and she's still sad. And then to me, at the end of the movie, she's like, yes, I am the queen. I'm, you know. Reborn, I, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, Divine, almost. I, I forget the, the, the name of the flower. The, uh, what's the Mayflower? The May queen? I am the May queen. Yeah, yeah, Because she's sitting there in that huge flower dress, okay, that is like a big cone, and she's just sitting there smiling, you know. Totally. It's literally her five year or four and a half year boyfriend literally burns alive in a bear. In a bear. In a bear. And that was another thing. Like, it's really hard to like. Ugh, it was just gross. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Awesome, but like disgusting. And it was like, I'm really having a hard time enjoying this, but I enjoy it. And wow. The uh, the scene that really gets me is when they walk past the bear and they're like, yeah, what's the bear for? And they all, <laughs> it's such a great scene because yeah. it's like, I, it's totally Everything left. is foreboding. It's totally. And then the next scene, if you really are paying attention, they actually outline the, the, um, the courting ceremony. So, um, there's a oh, little, yeah, there's a little yeah, painting yeah. in the courting scene. 
So the girl takes her pubes, she cooks it in the pie, and then she takes her blood from her from her um, ladyhood. She puts it in. <laughs> she puts it in. <laughs> she puts it in the glass, and then Ugh. to make it even Ugh. worse, because he's so stupid, everyone else's drink is is yellow, right? Because it's it must be like um, lemonade, and his is dark red. Okay, like this guy is so deaf and dumbass. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's so he's like a horse that has shutters on. They can't he can't see left or right. Yeah. Okay, and he doesn't look to left or right to see that his drink is completely different. Like it's so I love the way it was shot that they shot that long shot and you can see every other person's dress uh, drink, and his drink is the only one that's red. Okay. And he just like looks at it and he just drinks. And I'm like, you got you you, you got to be stupid. Like, there's something going on yeah, with you. Exactly. Not exactly. Attention. There's something going, going on. on. Right. He's so not. Present. And then, and then when he eats the pie, and he pulls the one, just the one hair, the one hair. That is so good. It's not Ugh. disgusting. It's just so good because no. just the like, I'm like, wow. It's just gross. the way it was shot was. I thought it was great. It is great. It's. It's very artistic. It's just so grotesque. That's why, artistically wise, from a, from an art directive, that's why I'm saying I'd give it a five. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. So they, they built a world, and I because they could have, they totally could. If you think about, it, they could have totally screwed up that shot. You know, you know how they could have totally screwed the shot up. One, they could have made the, all the drinks look almost the same, so it would have been in, inconspicuous. Yeah. Okay. True. 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 Two, they could have, um, they could have made. Um, the pie with the hair on top. It made it like totally obvious. But she, they made it so it was actually stuffed in the pie. So that it was, so it was just like, um, it's just like um, they had to. He, he had to eat it. You know, he, it didn't just have to like sit there. That was, you know, he had to make the action. Yeah, you know, he had to. Just like they say, you know, Adam he chose to bite the apple. The apple just didn't, you know. You know, they made that decision. So he made the decision to eat the pie. Totally. So from an acting uh, standpoint, I would love for you to give your opinion. Are you, Do you think these performances overall, do you think we, we're looking at any nominations at least for Golden Globes? Oh, or? Whoa. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do think that there... I think that there are a couple actors who would be deserving of one. Okay. I think that Florence Pugh... Has made a really. I don't. I know that she had kind of a career before this. I, I can't really recall any other. I'm looking at her IMDb. I, right I'm now. not familiar. I'm I'm not familiar with most of the cast. The only gentleman I do know is the young skinny kid who decided to desecrate the. Oh yeah. Um. um Will Putler. Yes. I'm. I'm. I've the seen Will. Mark. Yes. Yes. I'm familiar. From Narnia. With, yeah. Yes. Totally. He's really good. I liked him. He's got that weird, um, like, like awkward, awkward. He plays that great, you know, if you need someone who's like that person that is the awkward person in the group, I think he plays great in a con- in a um, in a group setting where, where, where he's in a cast, but I don't know if he's a leading man. Oh, I think I, I think I agree. I like the way that, the way that he looks and the way that he sounds. He's kind of always like the contrarian. Like, no matter in what group he's in, he doesn't stick with the group. He's always the one that has a separate idea. So, like, he's the one that pees on the tree. He's not the one that's respectful. He's vaping his pen. He does whatever the fuck he wants to do. 
Um, and then he's the Narnia, person, similarly, too, he kind of was like that as well. He's the one person, I don't understand why he's that. He's the one for for any reason that should have been killed right from the get-go because True. He's, he's, not, he's not there to do research. He's literally there to, like, have sex with with as many people as possible. But he wasn't around for any of those huge moments. Like, he wasn't there when the two people jumped off the cliff. No, Um, he totally, like, peaced out. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why he kind of just, like, lasted that long because he wasn't actively going against the norms of their society. But then the two people um, who played the couple that were really trying to leave, and then, like, I remember where... When the the wife is like, "Where's my husband?" and then like, "Oh, he yeah. took a truck and he's gonna come back for you," and then it's just like obviously weird. So there are two groups of outsiders. There's the group that that come with the four guys and um, Danny, and then there's this Brit British couple that come with the other brother. So there's two twin brothers that are sent to the outside world. One goes to the Great Britain, the other one goes to America, and the brother from Great Britain brings in this engaged couple and he has a thing for one of the girls because he specifically says that I went on a date and the girl says, no, 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 we weren't on a date. We just hanged out. And it was yeah. so awkward, dude. Super so awkward. awkward. And then the guy's like, yeah, we we're engaged. And I'm like, dude, mm. like, like I'm thinking like, are you going to rape her? Like during this thing? Cause that oh. was the first, like that was the one I'm thinking like something weird, but it then was, it was weird. Yeah. Because we never we never really just established what happened to her, because we know that he, that we killed that they killed the uh, the husband the husband we know the, the fiance we know but oh yeah yeah but we don't know what exactly happened to her right we didn't was see that, her body at the end of the movie I don't think so oh. I, I'm I don't recall seeing her body hmm. I mean they 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 chopped up the body so much it was really hard to just determine. Like, you could figure out who was who. Like, we realized that the smartass was the tree guy. Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah, shut, yeah. they literally carved off his face. Uh, that was that was weird. That was wild. Anyway, and then the, the, the black uh, uh, student, they buried him in the, in the garden mm-hmm. with his foot up. Like, it's like they did not, like... They live in this community. They don't know how to bury a body. They literally bury. Like I don't know if it was a warning or what. Like that, like a scarecrow or what. Like it was the yeah, weirdest. No, I, thing. I think it was very like symbolic of something that they do usually. Okay. Like you know so, how they so, were, you know how they were planting the raw meat in the yeah. ground. I feel like that was probably indicative of that somehow. Like so you head think first instead of okay. Do you think it was like a scarecrow thing too? Like beware. Yeah. Cause not 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 beware because there's no one there but them, but I think that there's probably some like spiritual okay. thing. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever read anything about society, um, but one of the ways you keep society is is you always keep them um, not wanting to challenge. So you like keep them afraid. So sure. so maybe that also could be a way. But like if you challenge. Us, this is what happens like to if you. If you dissent, yeah. Well, yeah, and that makes a lot of sense for the movie in specific. Totally. Yeah. So, um, also Florence Pugh, the pro, the yeah, one, go for her. Danny, she actually has a pretty interesting resume. She did a Lady Macbeth, a film version, I think. Okay. I haven't seen that, so I'm definitely gonna watch that. But she's phenomenal. Um, Do you I think will they... say that her character a lot of the time was very much one note in the sense of like she was constantly in a sense like pre-panic attack throughout the whole movie 
Um, and not to say that that means that she can't do anything else because she probably is a phenomenal actor, guys. I mean, the movie's great. But I definitely would like to see something different when thinking about like the longevity of her career, how she's going to progress now instead of being pigeonholed to like this one type of movie. You know what I mean? Well, here's one of the things I'm thinking, because I, I honestly, I don't know the young lady that well, but to me it looked like, do you think they purposely had her gain weight? Because I think I've seen her before, but much smaller. And Maybe. I think they d- made her dress very dopey and very, and very, that made her look even heavier. And I think that that would be another core. I mean, if you're very, very sad, I think that's a correlating fact that you wouldn't care about what you look like. Well, everyone's alternating. That could totally be right. a thing. Yeah. And I think that would, was because to me, so she's, she's a gorgeous, th- my point is she's a gorgeous girl mm-hmm. and they definitely downplayed every single thing that could be gorgeous. They made sure she didn't wear makeup. Okay. These are all things as a photographer I'm picking up. She didn't wear makeup. Her hair was always pulled back. She's always wearing boys clothes. Okay. And she's always slumped down with her, her shoulders in like, 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 you know, her chest yeah. down, you know, not, you know, a confident woman always has her chest out and her, Boobs out, like you know, I'm very confident. I'm very, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's where I think the the whole craft of acting is. Like, it's a very physical thing. It's not just in the face. Um, yeah, Florence is a beast. I I think that she's great. She should definitely be nominated for something. I don't really know what that process is like, but that I wouldn't be surprised if she won an award for that or the movie wins something um, together. So, to me, do you think she's the supporting actress, or she she is? in that category or is she the lead actress because there's not another actress but to me she she's not i i think to me she's the supporting role but why do you say that who would be the lead then uh the guy christian her boyfriend no i don't even see see to me i don't see any any one person being see this is a weird dichotomy i see what you mean though i think that everyone played the lead in the certain a certain portion totally it was it, more of an ensemble piece it was totally it was like because it's not all about one person because when Danny's off doing her stuff then one person's doing this and everyone honestly to totally. be pretty per- honest the only person we didn't really get a really good idea was the gentleman that was um proposed to because we really don't know anything we really don't know anything about that couple but we True. really got, I mean, this is, you know, this is a discussion. In my opinion, I think we've got a really good idea of what the four guys were like. What do you think? Mm, I definitely would have liked to have, well, I shouldn't say would have liked to because the movie is great, but uh, the guy who played the uh, black student mm-hmm. who was there to write his thesis, um, I was kind of interested in, in him a lot just because I feel like he was written really well. Okay. Um, and I would have liked to have him more active, I think, in the sense where... Um, well, here's the thing that I always caught me. One, he's pursuing his academic thing, so I, I, I got that off. Two, he seemed the most um, ath- um, the most intelligent one of the group. Mm-hmm. Three, he also s- seemed like the one that wanted to find the truth he was the only person that really wanted to know exactly like what was going on. Yeah, because yeah. everyone else is like, I don't give a fuck. Like literally, like 
we're on a trip here. Like, totally. I mean, is that your vibe? Because he, well, cause he was the one that really pushed to go on this trip because he was like, why is she, why is Danny going? Like he was like, he was there to get yeah. some work done. He was right. there to get some research. He was there to write his dissertation. Yeah. Cause he was the one that really was like, okay, well, all right. I'm really like, why is Danny coming? Like, yeah, he was like, totally. a, yeah. Um, I really liked him. I thought that he was great. Yeah. Um, I'm, Kind of back and forth with the lead guy. I would say that Florence Pugh is the lead of the movie only because we start with her journey and we end with where she's at at that point. She has the biggest progression of character, I think. I guess for 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 just to have a lead, I guess that is the correct thing. But I I think it's really more of a team effort. So oh, totally, yeah. So I don't, just, I don't debate the, that at all. I don't think that unfortunately she would win, um, an award award competing with other people. In a in a um, a um, leading actor leading actress category, but I think she could win if she was named as a supporting actress because you know because it's supporting the entire group. And yes, we're telling her story, but it's through, basically, in my opinion, it's through those guys because hmm. no. I don't know. Because don't know. she doesn't go on... Think about it. She doesn't go on that journey unless she goes to that party and she gets pissed off. Mm-hmm. Okay? We don't We don't really... Uh, we don't really find out what's going on until the guys tell him to pick up the phone because he was going to just let it go to voicemail. I think that because of the level of detail that they go into for her background story... The first what twenty minutes right. are about about her, her loss. Right. I think that that was meant to highlight the overall shift in her character. Okay, at the end, and it's at the very end of the movie. Like usually, the the climax. Oh yeah, is we, there's definitely we, much there's, sooner. There's definitely of this progression, and then it just completely goes over. the Oh, top. I disagree. I feel like the oh. entire movie is kind of just like building, 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 and then. You think it there ends. is a crescendo? I think it, okay. it crescendos and then it ends. Okay. Because the movie literally ends with this guy burning alive in a bear, and she's smiling at him. But see, I'm saying that it she gets to the other side because she starts to smile. Yeah, but so like that's like, the end. Right, right, right. But I'm I, I I'm saying that we as a as a viewer that I feel like she fully cleared the clouds. Like now she's like. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I just took away all of my demons. Yeah, like the the, the five yeah. stages of but grief. And we don't need we don't need to see what happens afterwards because she's you know you can just write your own story. She's gonna stay with them, or she's gonna go home and she's gonna be so fully successful. She's gonna like never need a man in her entire life, right? So there's totally there's so many so many options there. Yeah. And it's definitely up to interpretation what the smile means too. Oh, like absolutely! That's the whole point that they yeah, leave it that way. It's awesome. Yeah, that. That's I, why I say that it's definitely a crescendo effect because the beginning of the movie, like the, the first day that they're there, someone jumps off of a cliff. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, and then that night there was a kid that was going to be thrown in the lake, but then they didn't throw him, and like, it was wild. I, I, well, I think the that scene throwing the kid in the water was really. So you think that if that if this is a real society, so do you? If, and let's just put in this. So if this is a real society and they do, do you think they really kill kids every single time? Well, I don't think that. This or do you is think a real that society? 
But, but I'm talking about the movie and, world. If it, if you're in the movie, if you you actually oh definitely yeah they, this is a society that doesn't view death the way that most Americans view death. So I think that yeah they probably definitely killed some kids, some babies. They purposefully inbred people, so they could be like quote unquote closer to being open. Well, I took it as being like the higher power or the or the the strongest. You know, one closest to God. Or exactly, what, that's right. what I mean. Like to right. be the most open, they right. purposefully inbred people. So, like they're not afraid to like personally meddle with like people's lives. And I think that that would definitely include child sacrifice. Like they, at the end of the day, if someone didn't say, "Oh, the boy has shown his bravery," the kid would have died. They would have thrown the kid in the lake, and he would have drowned, and that would have been it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I guess I agree. Um, I, so. Looking back, do you think he should have killed the child? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not like saying that movie. at all. No, 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 I'm just saying for like shock value. Do you think they should have? I think that it's really smart that they didn't because if they did, the movie would have been over because they would have ran. You know what I mean? Like, yes. They would have. Okay. That you can't really come back from drowning a kid. You can come back from two old people at the end stages of their life killing themselves. You know what see, I mean? and see, this is a good argument that this is one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to have this movie on because there's some argument points. So you're saying that personally for you that that wouldn't cause you to be like I'm fucking out. Um, because to me that's like I, I think, wouldn't even have to wait for the person to jump off. You can like <laughs> you can see. Look, totally. You're up three stories. What the fuck? And everyone's staring up. What do you think they're gonna do? Like, I think that ultimately. I don't know how I would react, but Ari did a phenomenal job at writing that scene because no, they hit every note, like every kind of reaction that someone could have. They did have, like there was the whole, obviously the anger of the situation, like why the hell are you guys letting this happen? This is terrible. Oh my God, this is disgusting. This is terrible. And then everyone else is like, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. And then you have the people in the middle who are like, we are not of this culture. We do not understand the historical yeah, prevalence. Don't, don't, don't judge we them. do not know what's taught. Like we, we cannot judge these. And that is a very much like an accurate way that people view the world. And I think that I personally would also try to kind of vibe with that and try to like emulate that mentality. But ultimately, I still saw two people jump to their deaths, and one person had to get their head smelled like that. You can't unsee that. Okay, here's some. Um, I don't know if, if you were thinking about it through it because you watched it for the first time and you haven't had the opportunity to go back and see it again. But there's two people. The first person is a female. She jumps. She clearly jumps. Hits her head. Hits her head, and she dies instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Now, to make things more artistically and more of a movie, this is why I think he did the second one. The second one's Guy... And he doesn't die on impact. He just breaks his bone. He freezes when he jumps. Exactly. And he breaks his leg. Right. So that, to me, is more artistic because now we have to have this second scene where they come over and they they bludger him to death. And while they do that, everyone else in the background is wailing. They're wailing out. They're like, like the community is experiencing his pain with him. Experiencing his intense amount of pain. And then ultimately they let him go and they put him out of his misery, which is the best thing to do. Like if they had just left him there, that would have been like the worst thing ever. But if you think about to shoot it, both of them fall and die. You wouldn't get that much. 
it was so interesting to be like, okay, now we're going to take it to the next level. And the next level is we're going to have a person die. He's only going to get partially hurt. So now we have to literally put him out of his misery. Mm-hmm. That is so, and it goes back to them crying with her at the end that we cry, we support the whole. Exactly. exactly. And that's such a major role. They say multiple times is that we experience grief together. Totally. Also, when they were bludgeoning the guy to death, there was more than one person doing it. Like, there was, like, yes. four people, like the and motion. they were, like, the guy was a pancake at that point. Like, he, his head no longer existed. So... I would love... Now, see, this is the one thing, because that's something... Um, and I, I would like... To, I might want to do some research. Um, to me, that wasn't CGI. That was definitely a good... Um, that was definitely a fake model head. And you don't get to see that anymore because we put so much emphasis on computer graphics. But to me, that looked like a really good um, model. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. so accurate. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) but we've gotten away from having really accurate models um, that that really look like human beings. We've gone so much... So that was really nice to see that it was a real, you know. And then with especially with the bone pushing out, that was great. Just to see. Uh, yeah, the sound that it made. It was, it's just we're getting really good at making movies right now, and we're still not good at all, if you know what I mean. Like, there's yeah. still so much more technology to discover. Um, going back to your point on, like, the fact that they experience all emotions together, that scene where Homeboy is drugged and is finally having sex with this girl... And like all of the old naked ladies, <laughs> you you got you and Adriana's um, expression. I'm looking over, and I I I really I was waiting for Adriana to be like, um, be like, what did you bring me to see? Like, and I I was really prepared to be like, I told you so many times that like, are you sure you wanted to you see this? Don't want to watch. You did say that you like you don't want to watch. Like I I said to you, I'm like I think we really should go see you know this really campy murder show and you're like no we don't want to go see this no i'm like okay 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 well we're gonna see a really intense one instead yeah exactly i'm like okay i'm like the other one doesn't have any sex in the middle of it (laughs) and that was like the grossest sex i've ever like seen i mean to it looked like they were you know I've never had sex with drugs, but it looked like he was having, it looked like they were both pretty intense and was pretty, really good at Having experience. a good time. Yeah, like, it, it looked like they were, like, like... I don't think that she was, well, I shouldn't say she wasn't on drugs because they drink mushroom tea, but I think he was more so definitely on, like, he was on something, and... They drugged the shit out of him. Yeah, and to make I think him they doubled do, do I that. think they double-dosed him because for the competition of the May Queen, they all took... Um, a bunch, a gl- yeah. So that that caused them to fall. Yeah. So in the movie, guys, they have this competition for the May Queen. The May Queen is the head, like honorary for the summer solstice, and it's the young lady who is given the honor of bearing food and doing blessings for the wind for the summer solstice which will be the food that they eat off for the fall and the winter. Yeah. So um, it's a big honor. Well, and so. the only way you win is you have to dance until everyone else falls. While you're tripping balls. While you're tripping <laughs> off of mushroom drink. 
So, <laughs> which made it more more weird that Danny's sitting there and she can tell that her boyfriend, who she I guess is still passionately in love with, still is not like he's not like clapping and excited. He's just like tripping balls out of his mind because they've they, they literally yeah they drug this shit and she's getting pisser and pissed because. You know, you can see to her, she's like, why is he not happy for me? Like, yeah. I just won. Like, this is like the best thing that's happened to me in the last six months. And you're not like, you're not happy for me? Yeah. And you can see she's getting mad. And then the thing that's even really obvious is she says, well, can I bring him along? And they're like, no. And she's like, okay. Yeah, and I think awkward. she knows at that point that, They've done something to him. Like, do you think it's? Do, yeah. Do you get that vibe? I do get that vibe. Not that she thinks that they. But she's done ready. She, but she's drugged, so it's just really hard for her to like. Because you her can see her eyes like, are low. Yeah. Her eyes are drawn back. She's very gaunt in her face. You know. I don't know if she thinks that she's going to be murdered or anything, but she knows that they're they're not going to do anything really severe because they have photos of everyone. True. And like. They photo everything. And to me as a photographer, guys, okay, you don't just do a group photo. Have everyone say, okay, you take one photo, okay, <laughs> and then you run really quickly. You shove a camera in the girl's face while she's literally gaunt and, like, out of her mind, and she just smiles, okay? It's the weirdest thing to yeah. take a photo that way. It was just like, I'm like, right. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing for this photo? Like, it's so weird. Did you, did you get that? Because as a, as a... As a trained actor, I don't know if you picked on up on that, but as a photographer for myself, I was like, that's the most weirdest thing I've ever seen for a photo. Like, it was weird. The and they're using film, too. True. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that that kind of just goes to show how out of whack Yeah. and how on a different plane these people are. Like, they're just not we're all inhabiting the same earth, obviously, but their beliefs and where they are in their head is just completely different from where we are. Like, to physically stuff a human in a dead bear and burn him alive? That's wild. I, I, I'd love, what the, love to find out what the significance with the bear is. Yeah, same. Now, I did, watching a couple of these, you know, breakdowns on YouTube... They said the reason why the young gentleman was cut alive and had his back open is that there is some kind of pagan North God um, um, tradition they would do where they would open up like people that they didn't like and they would feed them that way and they would let they would let the insects feed off your in, in your they would in. just leave you exposed so yeah. things could eat you. Eat you. Wow. Yeah. So that's where, when he, he when he finally falls into this, I, I guess it's a um, butterfly or some kind of um, some room. It's, it's I thought it was butterflies. The butterfly or, room. Yeah. I think that sounds really familiar. Uh, so, and that and that's what he, they're being feed. They're feeding off of his body. Ugh. Because they they hang him there and we. There's got to be a deleted scene because they oh got, they're they're releasing a an extended version with I, an extra half hour of footage. There has to because because there has to be some NC seventeen stuff because and because I well, the reason why I say NC seventeen is yeah, NC seventeen is means. um stuff that wouldn't pass the um, 
stuff that that is so gruesome that it's past an R rating. NC seventeen well, is not necessarily um, uh, sex, but it could be uh, major violence. Okay. So, so NC seventeen is usually cool. designated as really hex heavy sex or like like XX films where they're all about like having sex and everything. But it could be also like to I'll be honest, I don't know what you're feeling, but I thought that sex scene was definitely on borderline being over the top. Not this. This was not like I was not. I was floored that they got that passed through the the, the ratings board because I thought that was way over what. It, yeah. Do you think that was uh, the thing? Is I don't. So you don't, don't think that I scene think was, was over disgu- top? No, it was definitely over the top and disgusting. But they didn't really show anything. Yeah, but they really only showed the person that he was having sex with from the chest up. We didn't see her. I don't think. No, we did see her boobs, did we? Yeah, and we, we saw everyone's them, boobs, and then they're them all move, massaging their boobs. But they're but but they're physically having. I mean, the only thing we know. See, this is the okay. Here's the weird thing about the world that we. Unfortunately, this is definitely a male society because think about this. He didn't have to show his dick, okay? But she showed her vag, she showed her titties, and yeah. all the girls, okay? And they're literally having sex, okay? Wait, she, did they show? Oh, wait, yeah, the women were all very yeah. naked. Yeah. They just had bushes, so. Yeah. <laughs> They had hair. So gross. I know. It's just weird, like dichotomy that, like, that the guy got away with it because, yeah, that he didn't have to show anything. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking, like, like wow, because like this is like going back in the '80s and watching like um, Revenge of the Nerds, where they would, they um, in the middle of Revenge of the Nerds, they to get back at one of the sororities. They um, drilled holes into the sorority, and they put cameras, and they watched the girls get dressed Whoa. and brush their teeth, and they <laughs> were like topless, and they would like take photos of their of their crotches. Now, I'm not saying that that was appropriate either, but like I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how that got passed. Alone midsummer, it's just like it's totally- yeah, I don't even I have no idea how things like that are even rated, but that scene was gnarly. Um, yeah, no, it was gross. It was gross, but I feel like because it serves an overall artistic purpose, it's okay, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't... Like, I, it I, wasn't just thrown in to throw it in. Like, I that just, was very much a part of the plot. Please. Please. Whoever is listening to this, do not... Please do not think that it is appropriate for your 13-year-old to watch this movie. Okay? <laughs> and, uh, and at least establish a good, like, trust between you and your child... Before you sit down and watch it, and maybe this is a good. This movie. is a movie that's rated R, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, maybe cool. this is a good movie that you should sit down and watch with your child because they need to understand what a cult is. Because a young child could be brought into this and, and tricked. I mean, that's basically how the Manson family treated their their family. They made them feel like they were wanted. You know, they they all had sex with each other. They they loved the man, Mr. Manson. Uh, Charles. Uh, Charles, very much. So, I think it's really important that you should see this, um, but I also think it's important that you need to have some good context because you could really damage a young mind. 
I mean, my mind felt damaged after. I felt like I had been on shrooms because I've I've tried them. So, so I've never tried any heavy drugs before. So watching a movie like that, it was it's very interesting. It's yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, it was exhausting. It was draining. Really well done. Very artistic. The acting, a lot of it was really good, especially the ensemble acting, like the guys who were like the ones jumping off, and the like the townspeople who were very much. And like the guy when they peed on the tree, the guy who was like wailing and he was pissed, he's awesome. Phenomenal ensemble. The script, phenomenal. And I really like this duo writer director vibe that Ari oh what's his last name again? Ari um Ari Asser? Ari Asser? That sounds right. Something like that. I hey that guys, dual vibe. No is disrespect, awesome. but this show isn't about getting all the actors' names right. This is really giving you a concept oh, of, yeah, totally. of what okay. So, don't 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 break us. Don't give us uh, harsh comments in the comments if we don't get the names right. We're really just trying to give you a really good concept of why you should watch or not watch the movie. You should definitely watch it. Just know that. And this is interesting because I was listening to an uh, an interview with Ari, and he was asked, "How would you define this movie?" And ultimately, all he did was kind of like stammer, and he was like, "Um, <laughs> uh, like trying to figure out a way to like." Yeah, because, because ultimately if he tells what he any... tried to say was that it was a, um, not orgasmic, but he an orchestral kind of um, crescendo of events. And ultimately it doesn't have, it's it's scary. There's definitely terror in that movie. There are parts where I was like, oh crap, that was terrifying. But then there's also really funny moments where I literally laughed out loud. Like I was laughing, it was so funny. And then it's disgusting and it's cute and sad and... Yeah, there's a good spot for, like, it's a very good, where we start very slow, and then just, like, we keep on talking about it, it keeps on building. So, and and then, I wouldn't even say that it started off slow. Like, the first day they were there, two people killed themselves. But it was done in such a way that the characters who were there were very much able to remove themselves and say, okay, well, this is another culture, and I'm here to study that culture, so I'm not just going to leave. And that was their end. And once they had their end, they were there, and they were stuck. They were stuck. So it's and like then, blue. And then it's besides sealed. that, there's a point that like ultimately there's like a deity that still exists or is very much present in these people's lives that is making this all happen because it the sequence of events were just so easy and everything went according to plan. And then I look at these characters like Pele and I'm like, all right, he just has a lot of faith in his God because literally all of this is just being handed over to him. He found not only the May Queen, but four friends of hers. There were four of the guys. See, that's the one person that I could see a second movie about because. Who, Pele? Yeah, because I think he becomes a high. See, here's the thing that I always get that good movies have an ending, and you don't need to. You think? Well, like, for example, I don't need to know more about what happens with with the main character, with with Danny. Danny. Because Danny's story's over with. But the person, I would love to learn more about the other gentleman because he... he about Haley. Yeah, more about Haley because I think he becomes a high high person in the society. Totally. And he's he's in what they call the midsummer period where he's in, he makes the most effort in the community. True. Remember, remember true, they true, have true, true, a yeah. four, they four... Everything is methodical. Everything right. is planned. Like even the amount of years that someone has once you're, what, 73? Yes. You're... Yeah, exactly, and that's what they call, that's what they call winter, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and the gentleman that brings him over, he's in mid he's in midsummer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't know if I would want to see an, a sequel or a derivative of this movie, only because I'm curious to see what Ari has to bring outside of the genre. I'm just saying that that I think he's that character would be great. I think he's going to be directing a comedy film. Okay, I, I I think that would be a great a great spot too. Yeah. Um, so, I all, one of the things we want to end with are movies that could be a good comparison. And one of the ones that always like popped in my mind, I'm 37, I'm an 82 kid, and when I was in high school, one of the movies that came out as a big um, cult movie where people would have sex with multiple people and there was all this kind of crazy stuff going on is the famous Tom Cruise movie, Eyes Wide Shut. So I think that that... If, if you want to say a comparison, they're totally different stories. That could be a, a movie that you could go see that's really comparison. Um, do you have one off the top of your mind? That I don't have one in specific, but I'm thinking a lot about epic movies um, where not, I feel like Martin's, not Martin Scorsese because his films are not similar in the same, I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking. I would say movies like Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. Shutter not, Island not is because such it's, a scary movie and it's all over the place. But it's also less dynamic only because there's not humor in Shutter Island. Shutter no. Island is very much a dark, it's like a tonal thing. We, you, start, the tone. you start at, at a very dark place and exactly. you don't progress. In fact, and, you, you end in darkness. Basically. And Midsummer kind of does that too, but the, the difference is... That but you see the main, like we discussed, Danny definitely... I feel is, like Shutter Island and Midsummer are actually a really good comparison now that I think about okay. it. Because they have like the main characters who are ridden by something extremely violent in their past. They have a partner or someone who isn't cut, you know, giving them what they need. Right. So they have to kind of overcompensate and figure out their lives um, while dealing with the constant reminder that there's trauma. Like Leonardo DiCaprio would see his wife and kids... Um, or am I thinking about Inception? In both movies, actually, yeah. he does that. Yeah, that's interesting. Inception, um, he's left where he never knows what playing existence he's in. Yeah, because of his wife, he's right. looking for his wife and kids. Um, Danny, on the other hand, is obviously like she goes into that that outhouse room and she sees her sister for a second. I think that that's what they were alluding to, right? Right. So she's constantly ridden with that. Obviously, she's on psychedelics, so that's probably why she's seeing that. She should not have taken those psychedelics. And that's where I was like, boo, dude. Like, she doesn't have to be high on shrooms. Why can't you just take them? And she doesn't take them. But then ultimately, we wouldn't have a movie. That, that was cool. actually probably one of my least favorite parts of the movie, now that I think about it. The the beginning where they were trying to figure out the shroom situation where he was like, well, let's just wait. And they're like, no, oh, we want to take them and now. And he was being such an ass, like pressuring the... F out of her, about but the thing is, like, she just didn't have to take them. She could have just like been there. But anger, see, that's you know it, what it I goes mean? back to like, he's such an asshole. I like that was yeah. A, I, that he was, wasn't really my favorite, but I under I, I no, appreciate his process and hearing him talk about it. Like to me, it's the one thing movie like it's it's ha- it's hard being a passive because that's one of those points where I wish I could like go through and just punch him. Agreed. He, he's <laughs> just like he was being so like pushy about it, like. You know, she's clearly still working through the point. I mean, you know, we come, we, we come to a point where she's sitting in her bed 
and she's just sleeping. She's not eating for about six months. Yeah, dude. You and don't. It's just, it's just weird. <laughs> like, it's just a rookie move. Like you don't pressure people to do something as intense as psychedelics when they don't want to. And it's been an experience of mine to realize that if someone isn't actively pursuing the want to do it and actually doing it, it's it's probably best that they don't exactly. because that just leaves room for a negative experience. Right. Yeah. And those negative experiences are sometimes really difficult to move past. And so that's kind of where I was like, okay, this and is see, an interesting. I love how I love how the director um, started with all the comedy and then focus and then tra- then going right into Danny tripping and going really bad. He started with the comedy and like the guy saying all the weird stuff. Okay, and then totally, and then he, just like he did. On a couple other scenes, he transitions into Danny going like tripping balls and going having a really bad effect, literally passing out yeah. in the forest right. for six hours. But it was a good transition because I think it would have been really damaging if we went right into tripping and like and not having any laughing because then it would have been really, it wouldn't have been. I think it would have been, not. You would just been like okay. But because the other guys were laughing and having a good time, it was very jar jar. We went from positive to really bad, like that. Yeah. So I like how this movie really emphasizes the concept of like unity and like, yeah, interacting in a unit, being a part of a group that ultimately is achieving a goal of some kind. Because that's why everything was so effective and so nice and it's so easy because everyone was in on it. Like when they told a lie about the guy who went away without his wife. Everyone, to uh, including the people working in the kitchens, were very much about the lie, and they're like, oh, yeah, he left. He'll come back for you. Like, everyone knew, which means that everyone knew what the ultimate purpose was for this visit, and no one ever communicated that. No one ever warned them. It was so blatantly detailed in the actual like, construction of the film that it's on the walls. Like, we are telling you what's going to happen. But we're so, I, I don't want to say desensitized because some people do pick up those details. So you did, you did see that in the in the actual sleeping place. You saw the drawings. So you yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah, okay, because sometimes I was sitting there and it's like, but I wouldn't have looked if I wasn't. That's awesome. To. See, <clears throat> that's awesome that you picked up on it. That's awesome. And they also that was the thing we're talking about the painting. The painting was great too. The so, painting was great. Yeah, it was a very well done movie. Very artistic. Very colorful. Very jarring. Um, it was just really difficult to enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to watch it again no, to feel good. <clears throat> and if I watch it again, it's to show someone. I think if I watch it again, it was it's going to be with someone who's already seen it and who really understands it. So As I a can, more breakdown, yeah. And, and yeah. so I can experience, because it's an experience. Like, uh, like I was saying, is that the second time watching it, I'm literally looking at your eyes. I'm looking mm-hmm. at your face. Because it's so, like, the funnest part is going to watch it with someone who's never seen it. And that, that's more fun. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. So, all right. So, we've come to the magic hour of a a wonderful hour. I hope everyone listening really enjoyed our movie breakdown of Midsummer. Thanks for listening. Yep. And um, this is Paul and Yvonne Carlos. That's me. And I hope you guys enjoy us. Please like and subscribe us on YouTube. Um, like like we said, this isn't, isn't going to be a weekly show, so we're going to have shows sporadically. Um, I would love for some audience feedback, so 
if there's a movie that's coming out or a Ooh. movie that you guys would like us to just have a good chat about, please put some comments. Do you have any ideas? Uh, I would, you know, I love Jaws. I'd love to do a Jaws. I'd love to talk about Jaws. Okay. Um, we'll add that I'd, to the short list. I, uh, yeah, I, I'd love to um, have a discussion about The Last Jedi with the... The, the, the new the, one? Um, that's the eighth movie. The new one's coming out in October. In, um, oh, okay, Christmas. Cool, cool, cool. So maybe we could talk about that before... Um, the, is that the, the one where Princess Leia's out in space? Yes, and, and she looks she like Mary Poppins. she herself back in. Yes, yeah, she looks oh, like Mary Poppins. Okay. So I, I think it'd be good just to watch it and then for us to discuss it because that's topical of what's coming up. True, so, that makes sense. So I hope everyone enjoyed it. This is episode one of many to come. Welcome everyone to the movie breakdown and thanks for listening thanks for listening deuces